Hello, hello. Welcome back to The Q. I'm your host, Bisma Race. And in this episode, we're going to be going in to my trip last month to Europe. I know this has been a long-awaited episode, but I had recorded this right after my trip and the file got corrupted. So now we finally have the opportunity to sit down, reflect, delve into this crazy trip and get into it. This trip was one that I have dreamt of for my entire life. So for it to come true was really insane. It was amazing. I'm so grateful that I had the opportunity to go. And I went to London for a week and Paris for four to five days. And it was sensational. And I've dreamt of going to Paris my whole life because literally as I was a kid, I would have this like Eiffel Tower on my desk that my friend brought from Paris when I was like in middle school. And I was like, one day I'll go, one day I'll go. And for some reason, it's so weird, like we'll travel, we used to travel as kids to other parts of the world like the middle east or all over america but we never were intrigued to go to europe for some reason i'm not sure why so now as an adult i guess i'm grateful that we never got to as kids because now as an adult i'm able to appreciate these memories and learn from them better as an adult versus as a kid so that's that so my sister for those of you who do not know my sister lives in London, so I get to frequent a visit to her now that she's recently moved there. And for myself, we were all, we decided to take a little trip to Paris as a little family and have some fun. So that was the reason for the trip to explore things for Aqueous and explore things to bring on because ironically most of the brands that i carry are french and the skincare the largest skincare brand that we carry biologique recherche is a french skincare line that i've been specialized in for nearly a decade now which is amazing and almost all the perfume brands that i've carried are french so it's just amazing to go to the birthplace and the things that i love the fashion houses that i love are all french so like to go to that city that's inspired so many great sensational brands is a magical magical feeling so um i went to london first so it was interesting because we i flew out of um atlanta airport and that was um Typically, it's always a smooth experience. I've been to London prior to this, and we had a f perfectly fine experience. But this time, it was very interesting. So this is where it comes. There's going to be some tra like travel tips and tricks as well that I think are important for us to all learn lessons from. And if anything, it just drove within me like great reminders. Like, hello, we should always keep these on deck just in case of emergencies and I've always done things just in case of emergencies and I'm glad that I did because now these moments are the ones that kind of are like yeah they came in handy so we were about this is where my crazy story begins we were about two and a half hours outside of London we we're over the Atlantic Ocean and I was just about to go to sleep and I had just prepared myself for my slumber and the pilot had said something and I was like wait what is he saying and I did not hear him 
So I look on the screen and it said that we had, I had seen that the plane had turned around. So I was a little confused because I had noticed that the flight attendants were decreasing in their level of service because typically they're kind of like all over you. And I saw that there was less frequent visits from them or less frequent passings of them just to make sure everyone was good. And so I was like, hmm, something's going on. So then I found out later that the flight attendants were falling ill. So they all almost found out later that seven of them had gotten food poisoning. So we were making a backtrack and landing into JFK, even though we were two hours away from London. We're landing into JFK to get them immediate emergency medical care. So we flew back another two and a half hours into London and I mean, not into London, sorry, into New York. And we landed and I was a little confused. And what they basically told us is that they were going to just switch crew. So as soon as we land, they landed, we were going to take, they were going to take the um, flight attendants that needed some emergency assistant off. And then they were just going to replace it with a new crew. And then we were going to get right back on our way. Now, as soon as we landed, right before we landed, I got a text message that basically had my hotel stay plus an Uber link attached. So I was like, uh-oh, we're probably going to have to stay the night. Now, I checked in a bag and typically when you check in a bag, you're going to put all your skincare and stuff like that in there. So I had my big sized skincare that was not TSA approved packed in there. But in my carry-on, <clears throat> in true aqueous fashion... I had my skincare and an emergency pair of underwear, socks, pajamas, my fragrances, like all on deck. I was like, I've always keep them just in case. And especially if I'm traveling um, long haul flights like this where you're checking in a bag anyways, I always keep extra spares in my personal check-in and in my personal duffel just in case situations like this happen. And thank God I did, because then as soon as we exited the airplane, they basically told us that our flight is no longer going to be leaving same day. It's going to be leaving the next day, 24 hours later, leaving at 6 p.m. And we landed in New York at 6 at 12 a.m. So leaving at 6 p.m. the next day and we just need to go to the hotel, go to sleep, start the day anew. And it was a commotion. And thankfully, I was going to be away from the States for about two weeks. So I wasn't too stressed. I mean, you know, so much of this is out of your hands. And my, like, number one lesson in life and, like, my mantra in life is just go with the flow. And that's what, I mean, Aqueous is all about that, right? You're following your fluid evolution and you just have to ride the wave. So, I mean, I didn't really argue. I was just kind of like, okay, so this is what it is. I mean, arguing isn't going to handle anything, right? So funny enough, I ended up becoming friends with the person who was sitting in front of me, her and her son. So they were the sweetest little pair. And as a woman alone at 12 a.m. in New York, and I'm a New Yorker, but listen, a woman is never safe alone, okay? Especially that late at night. So I was like, I need to pair up with someone just to make sure that I'm in a group. And so I, she was actually based out of the UK. So she was like, hey, I don't have service. Like, how do I reach my husband? How do I get an Uber? Like, I don't have service here anymore. And so I was like, girly, let's link up. So we ended up becoming friends and we decided to take this journey together. 
thankfully she was also really into traveling and adventuring so her and i decided to check out the twa hotel that was on campus at jfk so if those of you who don't know and aren't travel bugs uh, the TWA Hotel is an old terminal that was transformed into a hotel at JFK. And so it's really cool, really retro and swanky, um, inspired by the TWA Airlines back in the day. And it was just something I've always wanted to check off my bucket list. And I was born and raised a little bit in New York. So going back to New York was kind of like a little gift from God, I feel like. Like a little, mm, let's start this adventure, right? So... I, um, her and I walked over to Terminal 5, which is where TWA Hotel was, and we got to explore, and I was like, you know what, like, let's see if we can potentially get a hotel room here, but girly girl, I'm just letting you guys know, <laughs> that is just pricey. She's not cheap, and if you're just going to be staying there for one night, not even getting to enjoy the hotel, don't even bother. So I we went there, we found out the price, we took some pictures, and we skedaddled our booty over to the assigned hotel that was given to us. So we went to the hotel and um, got there about 30 minutes outside of JFK. It was kind of, it was in Long Beach, New York, which I've never been to Long Beach before. And um, I didn't really like put two and two together. It was so late and after just such a commotion of traveling day, it was kind of crazy. So I went to my bedroom and got situated most everyone did not they did not let go of our check-in bags so this is where my top tip number one comes in always travel with some form of basic skincare like basics i'm talking always just have a cleanser a toner and a moisturizer on hand because you never know what can happen and i'm so grateful that i had my whole travel pack with me all my minis so i'm as a retailer of aesthetics and being an esthetician myself, I have access to all the best of the best, especially in mini sizes. So I had my Skin Butter Minis, which are basically like deluxe sample sizes, all array, like all in an array. And I had my Biola Chic goodies ready to go. I had my oils ready. I even had masks ready to go that were all TSA approved, went through TSA. And that's when it's just essential to have your travel kit on deck. So I didn't have to worry one second because it almost felt like I was staying a night in the hotel and I was like prepared for this. It was amazing. And I also had pajamas and fresh underwear ready to go and body cream. So this hotel, although it was nice and clean, and I was so grateful to have shelter because many people have horror, horror stories when things like this happen. But we had a nice and clean hotel. It was pretty, it was a wonderful stay and um, really kind gesture from Delta that they had it handled. So we stand Delta, okay? So I am very grateful that I had that handled and that was one of my biggest lessons is like just always make sure you have travel skincare with you sacrifice other things but don't sacrifice your skincare because you just never know and especially in a trip like this where for the next 24 hours quite literally I was going to if I didn't have that I would just not have any skincare and I just know like it would just have been chaotic because already traveling is chaotic so thankfully I had that settled and I had perfume settled. So say you don't have shower or anything, you just got to like you get I was able to refresh. So that was that. And I traveled light on this trip in terms of my fragrance. I only really brought one to two fragrances with me. 
Um, reason being that was in the travel tenables. We don't sell travel tenables anymore, but we do offer them as gifts occasionally with full throttle purchases. So stay tuned with that. I also took some 2ml samples, which we do offer on our site. So having those with me just as a refresh gets the job done without having to commit to a full bottle on deck with you. Now, if anyone knows flying out of Heathrow, which we're going, I was landing in London, flying out of Heathrow is quite hectic, um, especially with their liquids rule. So I was intentionally not planning on bringing a lot of liquids with me because I know they're so OCD about that. So that's just something to keep in mind um, when you're traveling into London. So I was all good to go there and I already knew going into Europe and especially going into France and going into London I was on a mission to find more niche skincare and perfumes and candles to bring on to Aqueous and that mission was definitely accomplished and we'll get into that but the next morning we woke up and I was like I'm not playing this game let's get to let's get to GFK early because I'm just not playing this game I don't want to miss this flight. The lady told us to get here no later than 3 p.m. I got there at 12. I was like, I don't care. We're going. We're getting this party started early. And I enjoy airports and JFK is a lovely airport. There's so much to do there. So we just had a bunch of fun. So we got there early. And in the morning when we woke up, I didn't really sleep well. But in the morning when we woke up, it was the most beautiful view of the ocean. I can see it right now as I close my eyes and picture it. That ocean was so dreamy. And it was like a little escape from reality that I did not know I needed and I'm so grateful that God was able to turn that chaotic moment into a moment of peace and gratitude for me because it was really stressful but and it did take a day off of my trip but you know I am so grateful that that happened because it was like a bunch of learning lessons and then a moment of escape and an exploration of a new part of New York that I never got to see and I never would be able to see had it not been for that. So we were able to see the ocean from our hotel room and it was very lovely. Thankfully, Delta, all we had to do was literally grab our key card. Delta already checked us in, had us all taken care of. And next day, we're back at JFK. So we went through security again. Everyone was already up to date with what happened to our airline. And then we got back on, we hopped back on our flight and we're back London bound. Now, at JFK, I did have a lot of fun and that is a story for another day, but that's when my like travel goodies and travel perks comes in in terms of me just being, you know, a travel lover and exploring JFK and the little ebbs and crevices of JFK. That was so much fun. So got to do that. We Blandon in London, thankfully, everything was smooth sailing after that. I saw a beautiful sunrise over London as we flew in. It was very just remarkable. And as soon as you land and touch down into London, you're definitely entering into a whole different space. But it was just an amazing trip. And I think the highlights from London, I think going into, I'm just going to talk about like the highlights just so this podcast isn't like a million years long. But highlights of London were for sure... Just the food quality is incredible, really, truly one of a kind in terms of food quality, sustainability, overall um, experience with people. People were really sweet in London. Um, I never had a, I've never had a bad experience in terms of people being hospitable and kind in London. Um, food quality, vegetables, eggs, I'm talking raw, delicious things. Those 
were outstanding. I felt like my body felt so happy. You're walking so much in London and I feel like the tube system in London is just so brilliant. So I really genuinely love London as a city and I could totally see myself living there at some point in life if um, time or, you know, opportunity arises. But if I were to live anywhere outside of the country, it'd be London because it's just such a beautiful city. Um, So we, I spent a lot of time in London exploring perfume houses and so I've gone to the generic like Selfridges, Harrods, things like that but I explored a niche perfumery over in London called Javoy Mayfair and that's in one of the more affluent areas of London and that was really really fun. So I got to connect with a few um, perfume um, enthusiasts in there and we got to bond and we got to discuss um cool niche perfume brands that are not very seen here in America and I think having those discussions with other niche enthusiasts is really important because then you get to understand and decipher like different personalities and different vibes and especially being in a different setting perfume is all about like a dance on your skin a dance with your personality and so to be able to experience that with other enthusiasts is a very special opportunity so I got to do that I bought two perfumes in London and I bought some skincare as well that I've been testing. This was a lot of fun because the skincare I bought was honestly um, sun related. It was like sunscreens. And the only reason is because in the UK and in Europe, the sunscreen regulations are just so different from here in US. But the sunscreens I bought are outstanding. And I went up down every possible like space you could find niche skincare and I just sat there in gratitude because it made me just think like the formulations that we have here in the states and the formulations that I'm able to carry they really are top tier and because in London the things that I was finding it was just so generic and I almost felt a little bored because it was like man dude like these scents are just I mean not these scents these skincare brands are just so like saturated so done and nothing appealed to me so it just made me grateful for the things and the partnerships that I do have with the brands that I do carry because they really are truly the best of the best. And that was uh, like an eye-opening moment for me, like a moment of gratitude, like, okay, we're carrying some of the best. I don't have any doubt in that. So that was a lot of fun. Now let's get in to my trip to Paris. So we went from London to Paris with the Eurostar. So this was a dreamy, fun experience. My dad really wanted to go via airplane. And I said no, because we're not going to deal with lost luggage, okay? And European airports are not like American airports. Like, shiznits get stolen. We can't deal with that. So I decided to take the Eurostar because they have unlimited weight limits and like literally you don't have to worry about having to take anything out as long as you can hold your own bag, you're Gucci. So I felt like that was the safest and fastest option. It's just a two hour train ride from the St. Pancras um, station. And so that was how we got to Paris. And we got to Paris in the um, afternoon. It was like around 5 p.m. is when we got there. And it was so interesting. Now, growing up, my my view and vision of Paris was that it was going to be the city of romance. It was going to be so 
just charming, romantic, dreamy, out of a fairy tale, kind of like how we see it in movies or in like shows like Emily in Paris really romanticizes Paris. Now, I also have heard the horrors of Paris from my friends who frequent Paris often. So I was like going in with the idea of trying to remain as neutral as possible but man oh man Paris is really high key like a third world country and it's just so interesting because my mom said the same thing my mom was with me and my mom was like why does this feel like I'm in a third world country like this just reminds me of I mean we're from Pakistan so she just she's like this reminds me of Pakistan and this is not that's not to say it's a good that's a good thing (laughs) so Um, It smells very high-key like urine, and it did not smell good. And if anything, it just made me think, like, dang, how did these people survive back in the day when they had no concept of using a bathroom in a separate area and they would just go to the bathroom anywhere? That's essentially the concept that still kind of low-key exists. Now, remember, I've been in... I love the big city. I've been in big cities most of my life, and I've grown up in New York City, and I know how New York City is. And even New York City does not smell as bad as Paris did. It was horrific, and it was actually to the point where I gagged several times because it was really that bad. But that was just my... And we were in both, like, high-end areas and then, like, rinky-dink areas. Um, Another reality of Paris that I saw was there was a lot of Afghan refugees there, which is beautiful to see because I'm happy that the Afghans are out of their war-torn country that was like destroyed but it's also really sad because they're in slums it looks like and it also makes me sad because France is so anti-Muslim that there's so many Muslims and so many refugees here that it just made me really sad that they were in these types of conditions now it is also very great at the same time that Paris opened its doors to these to find refuge in but I mean, that was like a moment where it was very humbling because I'm visiting a city that has people who are escaping their countries from war. So it was just like a little humbling moment there. And it was a moment where it was just, you know, you just sit and reflect on your own life. And I think that's something that just comes from travel because I had no idea that France did that. And um, it was insane to see it in person through my own lens. And it was really cute because I got to connect with a couple of them just passing by and to be able to... I don't know, just sit and reflect in your own situation and your own position that you're in in life just makes you sit for a second. It's like, wow, okay. Um, So that was that. The beautiful thing with Paris is I saw the most insane sunset as soon as we got to our hotel. It was the most beautiful sunset I've ever captured in my life. It was ever changing and it was so pretty against the Eiffel Tower and the Arc de Triomphe and like the overall city. It was so dreamy and honestly throughout the rest of my stay I did not see a sunset like that so that was a great first impression of Paris I was like okay Perry I see what you're trying to do here the very next day I had um our appointments with Biologique Recherche for our facial so this is where I know most of you are really excited to hear about my experience so we'll go into a little bit of detail with this one Ah, this was a dream come true. I already had in my head that if I'm going to go anywhere in Paris, it has to be Biologique Recherche Ambassade, and it's almost like a full circle moment. I, one little, like, 
tidbit is that although I've been a biologic research esthetician for many, many, many years, I have never received a proper formal biologic research facial. I've received facials from estheticians that were biologic research trained, but I never received a proper treatment in biologic research where it's like the full methodology at its display. So it was a iconic moment to be able to experience it at the ambassade itself where it's like the headquarters. So being able to experience that was very mind-blowing and I'm so grateful for Biologique Research USA for setting that up for me and my family and allowing us the opportunity to do so. So me and my family, we had appointments the next day, which I'm grateful for because they had just come, they came later than I did. So my parents and my little sister arrived a little later than I did and they were able they had a crazy their story is worse than my story in trying to get into London and that's another time. But um that is something like getting a facial and a body treatment was something that we were very looking very much looking forward to just to like take off the tiredness from traveling and so I intentionally am grateful and intentionally scheduled something like this for us so that we could enjoy the rest of Paris with glowing skin and a relaxed body so we entered into the ambassade. It's a it's right on the Champs Elysees, but then you enter through a little um, hallway passageway that leads you right into the beautiful ambassade building. And everyone was already there waiting for us. We were so excited, and we went up these beautiful stairs, and we all were led into our treatment room. So, I was getting the body treatment and a facial treatment. I got the body treatment first and I just wanted them to go customizing it based on whatever my skin and body needed. So I didn't say anything. They knew I was an esthetician. They were fully aware that I was a partner and they knew my expertise. And me and my esthetician, we bonded over our like, you know, just favorite treatments, things that I do that are different from things that they do or like just little things like that we discussed. But I did not say anything that I did not try to control the situation. I just let her do her thing. So she went in with my body, gave me an epic body treatment, which I'm very excited to bring on to Aqueous at some point in the future once our brick and mortar doors are open. But body treatments from Biologique are one of a kind. They're not just a massage. It's literally a treatment for your body skin. It was sensational. The body oils that they use are similar to the I mean, they're the same ones that we retail on the shelf and they are one of the best and it was to the point where my parents are very familiar with biologique recherche skincare but they're not aware of any of the body stuff so they could even tell the level of quality and expertise that was going into each of the products that were being applied to their body too so that was something that was very uh confirming really that an outsider or people who are not familiar can understand and feel the quality of the oils that were being applied to them. So after that, I went into my facial and that was delectable. I scheduled a 90-minute treatment with um, my esthetician and we did the remodeling phase and, and one booster. I did not think I needed a two-hour treatment also because laying on the bed for three hours total would have just been a lot for me and I just sometimes can't sit still. So I decided to just do a 90 minute and then one hour body treatment. I felt like that was plenty. So with the facial treatment, her technique was very similar to the technique that 
we are taught here in the U.S., but it's also very different. She was trained as a biology esthetician for about two years. So seeing her hands work, I mean, it just, if anything, was just like the techniques that are driven through biologique are one of a kind and her hands were magical she had the perfect amount of pressure and it's very true to what dr alush preaches is you want to hold the skin with love and you want to pour love into the skin as you're working on it you don't want to have fairy dainty hands no you want to be able to apply pressure and work the skin and work product into the skin and not just have it be application 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 so she did just that my cleanser that she used I felt it was she did not tell me until I asked her I did not talk the entire treatment because I just kind of wanted to let her do her thing but she told me later that she used lay vipo2 but when I felt it on my skin it felt like lay sr so I felt like I got the new lay vipo2 because it did not feel like the current formula that we have in the states it felt like the new formula and that was dreamy so i'm very very excited to experience that interestingly enough they only did one cleanse on me despite me having sunscreen on so i felt like that was interesting um and perhaps she just noticed she just i mean she wiped me down several times so maybe she just wiped me until she didn't see any more sunscreen come off but i thought it was really weird that they didn't double cleanse me and maybe that's just the new methodology i'm not sure but that was something really interesting she followed up with p50 pigum which is what i would have chosen for myself and this is the treatment that was basically like the closest to what i would have wanted to do on myself but she did it without me having to tell her so that's how i know also it's like she's treating based on intuition and not based off of wanting to do whatever she wants to do so she was asking me really hard quitting questions and she analyzed my skin and knew exactly how to go forward. After P50 Pigum, she went in with Swan Lisant, which is the gentlest and most hydrating of the boosters. And I loved that. It's what I would have done for myself. She just really worked that into the skin and applied mask VIPO2 on top of it. And that's, again, my favorite mask. And I didn't even tell her that. I just knew. I was like, yep, she's putting a mask VIPO2. And that was dreamy. She also did the serum oligo and serum liposomous patches under my eyes which is what i would have done as well on myself and just kind of let me marinate and then afterwards she went in with the remodeling face and she did the oxygenating setting on me now the oxygenating setting is great i know in the states the way i've been trained is i'm able to do both and still get an insane snatch even with the oxygenating setting However, the, her technique was really different, and I do not think that that was the right way. Now, I don't know how they're teaching people in Paris, but that is not the way that I was trained. So that was really interesting, and I just kind of let her do her thing. And I'm like, but I knew in the moment, I was like, something is off. This is weird. Um, and typically with a remodeling face, you want to get that snatch, the lift, the sculpt. That is the whole point of that microcurrent galvanic treatment. And both me and my mother received it. And my mother is obviously older than me, but she was in need of like that level of lymphatic drainage and sculpt. And even for her after her facial, she wasn't as snatched as how I would have liked it. So that was very interesting because I just don't think they go as aggressive, which is interesting. Also, I'm saying interesting a lot, but which is particularly interesting. I'm going to say it again, but because the trainer that I've been that I love and adore Tanya from Paris the way she does it is the way that I do it and it's just like huh interesting so that 
was that. But at the end of the treatment, she sealed me off with Serum Silk Plus and she really worked in cream collagen. Her handwork was insane and I really loved experiencing that level of handwork and even in every application process which is very unique and very special so i am grateful that i got to experience that and learn something new especially when discussing it with her and her and i were on the same page in terms of how we see the skin how we want to treat the skin so that was very loving like very loving like a loving tender moment between us because it just made me re-fall in love with Biologique not like I wasn't before but Biologique is really known for their facials like that is what is their standout piece is you know complementing the facials your at-home treatment products but the facials really are so special and there's nothing like it on the market so it again was a moment where I was sitting there I was just like it's really hard to compete when you have such a special intuitive well thought out brand who's thought of it all and can deliver results in that way and they really did I mean I left that treatment looking so beautiful and I didn't want to be glossy or overly glowy because and I could have told her hey I like serum y'all can you put serum y'all on on top of me I didn't because I was like you know what I kind of want to be satiny today and that's where Silk Plus finishing serum came in and it did a great job so I was very relaxed very radiant afterwards my parents were in love with the treatment they both got facial and body treatment and they both were like gaga obsessed and it was really cute because having them experience this considering they've also never experienced something like this before was again very confirming because i mean aqueous the reason a little tidbit here too is like the reason why i've created aqueous is for the sake of my parents is to honor my amazing parents i'm so grateful for them but this every facet of it is not only an extension of my passion but it's for my family so this is just to honor everything that they've poured into me and how they've driven me to be where i am today and every facet every tenant is literally things that we've shared together as a family so and especially with them being my parents so this is um, a family brand i guess you could say but so that was that now rest of paris was a lot of fun there was a lot of great food places i love the hole in the wall little um restaurants that we found that were like very french cuisine but those were also typically very rude in service so they we've had two we had two moments there that people were so snappy with us so rude and disrespectful and it was to the point where we were left speechless because they yelled at us over us asking for a simple plate um it was really weird and my parents were like what this is so wild and you know we're so used to the american way of hospitality and treatment and the american service industry and so that was really crazy this is not in biologic research by the way they were outstanding i'm just talking about restaurants and things like that so that was a very interesting experience to say the least and um I went and I enjoyed the teas there. We went to several tea shops and the chocolate shops. Oh my God. And the caramels. And those were just top tier. I went to a few pharmacies as well. Um, and those are special. I just think that nothing really beats medical grade skincare. And I say this in quotes because, you know, we're not doctors here. Estheticians aren't. But I say this as in like medical science-backed skincare. There's nothing that beats it. So there was no point of me investing in brands that don't really deliver that. And I just don't care to entertain it at all. I just looked at some body products that I do enjoy. And these are brands that I've actually found in the U.S. and love them. And at some point, we'll bring them on. But that was one thing. And then perfume. Here we go, baby. So the perfumes in Paris were very special. And I love that everyone 
that I met that was into perfumes, they were very passionate about it. So I found a few brands that I don't carry. Most of them I already was familiar with or owned something from. And it was interesting because one of the girls was like, oh my God, like what, what brand don't you know? And I was just like, I don't know, that's why I'm here. So she was able to help me find some brands that I never got to experience. And now I'm experiencing testing, going through them together. And it was awesome also to see Soradora, which is one of the brands that I carry at these stores. And same with obviously, um, now we're carrying Atelier Desors. So Atelier Desors and BDK. Obviously, this is like the home of BDK. And there's this is only one trip. There's only so much you can do in Paris. So in this trip, I couldn't find anything that was necessarily standout or unique. But if anything, it was confirming for brands that I wanted to bring on anyway, which is Atelier Desores, which is what we have now. But um, having that in-house and being able to smell it both in Paris and in London, I was like, yep, this is a for sure. And so I'm really excited about that. And I felt like this trip was really um, eye-opening, if anything, confirming to things that we already have slash things that we're looking forward to bringing on in the future. The science is ever-changing. Fragrance industry is growing like crazy. Candles are, you know, sometimes it's just classic heritage. I've just come to realize that classic um, history-based scents are the way to go. And sometimes those are just the timeless, best quality. And so I'm just in this space right now where coming off of this trip, it's just I'm, I'm very inspired. I'm very grateful. I'm grateful that I got to experience Paris and the light that I was experiencing it in. Um, the croissants are unbeatable. The quality of food there, again, is sensational. We saw so many farmers markets and boutiques and things like that that were really top-notch and delivered such good quality produce and that's why you see such fit healthier people in Europe versus here in America and it just kind of makes you think like oh my god like are they poisoning us because I just came back and I got sick so I was sick for about two weeks after coming back home from Europe and it made me really sad because it's just like I'm it's just the food quality the food quality is like a night and day difference and so um being in Europe is definitely a trip worthwhile, worth investing in, worth going and exploring, especially if you're going to Paris. Definitely highly recommend going to the Ambassade and booking in advance. Don't try to book there last minute. Go in advance and experience that yourself. I got to try Mask Caviar Vert from Biologique before it was released here in the U.S. and that was dreamy, which we'll talk about in the next episode and got to experience some of the new fun things that are coming soon to the U.S. So that was a trip. That was definitely a trip to experience. I also bought two sunscreens, the body sunscreen and the face sunscreen from Biologique um, on top of other sunscreen products that I bought in London. And the Biologique sunscreen is great technology, but the white cast is insane on it. So it took some time to massage it. I wouldn't say that was worth my money. I get the SPF 50 and I wouldn't say it was worth my money. Now it is not made with silicones, which is very special. But for those that are maybe lighter skin than me, it makes sense for them. But for me, I'm just not crazy gaga for it. I felt like it was a bit thick, a bit heavy, and the white cast was just a lot for me. And I don't look cute with a white cast, okay? So I'm kind of grateful we don't have it here in the States anyways, because I feel like that would be a hard sell unless it was tinted. And that's why Skin Better Sunscreen is one of the best. Hee <laughs> hee. So 
that's kind of where I'm at and a little reflection on what we do, what I was able to experience there. I know this is kind of all over the place, but then after Paris, we went right back to London, got to spend a day or two extra in London, which was a lot of fun. And then I came back home and um, going through Heathrow, a little tidbit here, I was able to still carry my essentials, Omicillaire. I got to carry a couple serums and moisturizer and vernix and Maylinstrom's Blue Cocoon and lip gloss and all the things. And it made it through my Heathrow airport. So a TSA too. So it's possible, baby. You just have to like be strategic. Don't leave your skincare in your check-in carry some minis with you in your carry-on. That's just my top tip here and carry pajamas because you never know. So that's that. That is me signing off on this episode. It's been, we're like over 40 minutes in now. So thank you for listening. Hopefully you listened on two times speed, (laughs) but thank you for listening and join me on my next episode where we discuss mask caviar vert. Mwah!